It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. The general manager of your Oakland Athletics, David Forst, with us here on A's Cast Live. Happy opening day, David. Happy opening day to you, Chris. What's it like for you opening day because you've created this team. You've put this team together. You've done everything you can. Now they got to go out and perform. Uh, well, first of all, I, I didn't create anything. These guys got themselves here, and uh, they've worked they worked all spring for it. But um, it's torture is, is the answer that you were looking for. So, yeah, we've, do, we've done everything we can, and now we have to sit back and watch. So, um, yeah, I uh, – I probably stress more on opening day than just about any other night of the year because you have nothing else to uh, to really draw your narrative with other than what happens on the field in those three hours, and everybody else is going to make a big deal of it, whether good or bad, and um, you just want to get to get to the next one. How tough is how, it to watch? Like when you're just sitting there say, watching how's that it. For, how's that for an inspiring opening day answer? <laughs> <laughs> you sound excited. No, but I mean, it's got to be. It's got to I mean, we know for years Billy couldn't watch it, and he's down there on the treadmill. Uh, how do you watch it? Yeah, I mean, that's always the thing about these games is, is watching Watching can be really tough. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in the box with our baseball ops group watching and making sure that we – you know, we have feedback to give to Bob and the coaching staff, and and you know we're up there working. But um, but yeah, sometimes it would be nice just to to fast forward a couple hours and see what the result is. Just how happy are you for Jed Lowry that he's back, he's healthy, and he and, and you know we're wondering can't even make the team, and he's in the lineup tonight. I know it's fantastic. I mean we. You know, we talked about this in the off season. We, you know, we we connected with Jed's agent, and and then our medical staff talked to Jed and the surgeon who did his, his procedure, and you know, it was all very hypothetical. Hey, you know, it, it would be great if if Jed were healthy, if Jed were Jed, and and the reality is he he from really the first day during spring training has looked like the guy who's here in 2018, and um and it's exciting to see see him in the lineup back back at second base, like not even just sort of DHing like he's out there and he's ready to go. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. Were you shocked how much he played in spring? You know, I, I wasn't only because, you know, our our medical staff, you know, we we asked them to go through this process with every player who comes in the organization and and look through the file, look at their history, give us a grade, tell us what the risk is. And and they're they're really tough graders. And and when they, you know, when Nick Paparesta, our head athletic trainer said, "Look, Jed sounds like he's in a really good place. And the surgeon said they took care of what was bothering him the last two years. When, when he sort of said that, I, I kind of felt pretty good about it. And, and look, anything can happen on opening night. He could take a, you know, whatever. But he's, he's played every day in the spring. He's gone out there. He's been one of the guys. Uh, it's, a, it's a great story. We just told the story. Speaking of another guy that at one point was injured, 
uh, it was a story went back when we were in Japan, and Chris Bassett had the fourth option uh, because of the Tommy John surgery. I remember I talked to him. I remember I came up to you and talked to you about it, and it was obviously a very tough call to think where we were then, and he's now your opening day starter. How proud are you of Chris? Yeah, he's he's really worked hard. I mean, everything from going up and down to the surgery to working his way back in the you know in the bullpen and as a starter, like for him to to get back here and earn that opening day start. I mean, there's no doubt he did. I mean, he was he was our most consistent guy last year. He's the guy who took the ball in the playoffs. You know, got us there. He he really did earn this. So it's it's a lot of fun when you you, know, you watch that develop over years. You get to know a guy uh, and see see that kind of success. That's that's incredibly re- rewarding just to be a part of. Take me back to the Rule Five draft and Mark Canna. And when you drafted him in the Rule Five draft, did you ever think Mark Canna would be your longest tenured player and be batting leadoff on opening day? That that's amazing to think about our, our longest tenured player. Um, no, I mean we we knew at the time that that he had done everything he could at AAA, and hey, that's what the Rule Five draft is about: give a guy a chance in the big leagues. And and he was a local guy, San Jose, Cal. Like it was a nice little story, but uh, but I don't think we imagined uh, this down the road. And, and even when he got here, you know, he had a little success. He got hurt. Missed, missed almost a full year. And again, you, you sort of look at all the, all the backstories on this club and, and for Mark to sort of persist and, and get to where he's been just, you know, really through, through turn, turning himself into a really good player. It's been great. You know, watching BP, David, the two mats just launching balls and hitting them real hard. These guys are in their prime. What are your expectations of your corner infielders? Uh, well, it, it would probably be hard to overstate our expectations based on, based on who they are, what they've done, and then, more importantly, based on what they did this spring. I mean, Ole uh, absolutely dominated the ball all spring, starting with, you know, simulated games on the backfield. He was hitting home runs off our own guys. Um, <laughs> and then and then Chappie, his first game out there, dives to the backhand, gets up, makes a throw, um, and just about every ball that left his barrel this spring was over 100 miles an hour. So, you know, he feels good. He, you know, his legs are clearly under him. So, um, it, I don't, you know, I don't think it's a secret. We, we go as far as those two guys take us, and and what they did this spring was exciting. How tough was it putting uh, Trevor on on the IL today? Yeah, that, that you know, that's the one the disappointment we have coming into today is that he just, you know, as Bob said earlier, he just wasn't bouncing back the way that that he wanted to uh, every time he went out there and threw. So there's, you know, there's a little fatigue, a little inflammation in his shoulder. We we hope we have a chance to knock it out. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you, you, those are the things you sort of overcome along the way. And we've got, you know, we've got the depth in the bullpen. We'll have guys step up. I know Bob's prepared to, to match up and figure out what the roles are. But uh, I think we're, you know, hopeful that, uh, you know, Trevor gets through this and, and knocks it out and gets back here soon. And, you know, talk about a, a, a good note is, you know, A.J. Puck got through spring. He's healthy. We had him on the show. He said he feels great. And I got to think he's still big plans for for your club in 2021. Without a doubt, and and one of yeah one of the really nice things of spring is we we sort of turned a, a little bit of a disappointment in, in fires being behind into a real opportunity for Cole Irvin, Dalton Jeffries, and AJ, and those guys all went out and competed. 
and enjoyed each other. I mean, I saw them more than once, the three of those guys playing cards together in the clubhouse. I think they fed off each other. You saw it a little bit on Twitter between Cole and Dalton, and um, and they all pitched great. And, and honestly, we didn't make that decision until yesterday, until we looked at some of the other factors and the matchups. And I, I have no doubt, uh, you know, Cole's here on opening day, but those other guys, they're going to be a big part of what we do over the next six months. So I, I imagine we'll see them sooner rather than later. You know, there's some people who believe because of the shortened season and these guys didn't throw like they normally did, it could affect them this season. Scott Emerson, your great pitching coach, said there's no data to support that. Just how much depth do you think you're going to need, and do you buy this theory that guys are going to be a little slow because of last season? Yeah, I I don't think there's one – theory across the board that we're going to see. I think some guys are going to be rested and come out, you know, come out hot. Some guys are, are going to be rusty and, and take some time to, to sort of get in the groove. So I, I think it's going to be on a, a case-by-case basis, and that's how we're going to handle the pitchers, really. I mean, everybody had a different workload last year. Um, you know, you talk about a guy like A.J. in particular, you know, he, he's coming off almost a year and a half of not pitching. So that maybe that's a different case. But everybody else between – here, the alternate site, Instructional League, got some level of work in, and we're just going to have to monitor how guys feel uh, as we get into the sort of dog days of the summer. You know, when you talk to Jesus Lazardo, the kid's got star written all over him. He's good looking, he can talk, he's got an electric arm. Is this the year that he burst out on the national stage? Well, if it's not, it's, it's not because of a, a lack of self-confidence. I, I know, you know, Jesus thinks uh, his time is here. He's worked hard. He and AJ, actually, you know, to bring AJ up again, he, they spent all season working out together. He's healthy. He's, you know, he's ready. I know he really wants to make 30-plus starts for the first time in his career, and uh, he certainly believes in himself, and obviously we're, we're putting him out there night two, so we feel pretty good about him as well. And, uh, yeah, it'll be one of the fun things to sit back and watch this season. If you're in the lead in the next couple days and you're going to close the game out, is it going to be Deekman or are you just going to you going to play it by matchups? Oh, it's kind of like you were in Bob's office with me and him earlier trying to figure this out. Um, <laughs> now, look, Jake's, you know, before we signed Rosie, obviously Jake was the guy we were leaning on and he's he's earned that shot and I, and I think he's you know, he's the guy we'll look to. That said, I mean, we're facing a team with a pretty good stretch of left-handers here and, you know, Brantley, Alvarez, and Tucker. If those guys come up in an important situation before the ninth, I don't think Bob will hesitate to, to use Jake there and then, you know, see who's else. We've got, you know, you got closing experience with Romo. You've got experience doing everything with Petit. Uh, and you've got a couple of electric arms in Trevino and, and JB that I don't think Bob's afraid to use. So I, I think we'll, we'll – It'll develop at least over this first homestand, if not over the first month of the season, how we're going to handle it. Yeah, I love how you, you've built the roster. As you, you mentioned, uh, you, you brought in veteran guys. You got guys in your prime. You got young players, Murph and Lazardo, and eventually Puck, young players who got such great upside. And just talk about the roster the way it is. I think it's just built perfectly. Well, I appreciate the, the kind words. We we will see as of about seven oh seven tonight how this roster is built. Yeah. Well, hey, isn't it isn't it isn't it fitting you get the Astros right out of the gate? 
It is, yeah. I don't think our guys would want it any other way. I mean, we were we were scheduled to play them early last season after everything that they went through, you know, between 19 and 20, and that obviously didn't happen. We got a lot of them in the season, and then uh, ultimately, obviously, they, they sent us home last year. So I think our guys are anxious to go out and prove something, and they're happy to be facing these guys opening night. And then after that, you know, we won't, we won't talk to you before then. How about go from the Astros to here come the world champs, the Dodgers? Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's no pillow, soft pillow landing here for us. The first ten games, um, yeah, go Astros, Dodgers, and then back into Houston for their uh, their home opener in front of who knows how many fans. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out a little bit about our team in the first ten days. And you know, the nice thing is it's it's a marathon again this year. We're back to 162, and hopefully we you know we take our time, we figure out who we are, and uh, the goal is to still be standing there in September. Well, I know you're very busy on opening day. We truly appreciate you stopping by. Good luck tonight. Good luck the rest of the series, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.